Consexual intimacy in a relationship cause a man to struggle even more with pornography use. Will it cause more problems and setbacks for him if you do have sex too early in this process? The men and women that I work with want to have a fulfilling relationship in all aspects, including sexual intimacy, but they don't want it to be something that prevents progress or undermines their relationship. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you how you can integrate intimacy and do it in a way that enhances the relationship builds a stronger connection between you and your spouse, all without it being something that prevents you or makes it more difficult for you to eliminate pornography. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Sam Tielemans. I'm a licensed therapist and I'm the host of the Couples Healing Podcast. I'm here to help you with the tools and strategies to not only overcome pornography and the hurt that it causes her, but for you to heal your relationship as well. I've done over 15,000 hours of therapy with clients over the last 13 years. And on my show, I share with you the very best ways to help make it easier for you to navigate a very difficult situation. So I want to start off today by sharing an experience that I had with a woman when we had a conversation, somebody who I worked with in the past, and she was very concerned about whether sex would do damage to the relationship and to her husband's progress. Her biggest fear was that he was using sex to continue to act out in his cycles. And of course, naturally, it's going to be very scary and overwhelming for her to consider something that's a part of their relationship fueling his pattern. So anytime he initiated intimacy, she got triggered and ultimately it led to a fight because she would say something like, you're just using me or how do I know that you're even thinking about me when we're doing this or It just brought up all the pain of the past, the fact that they were even having a conversation about this being difficult, the fact that he had been looking at pornography in their relationship without her knowing. It just brought up so much pain for her and so many insecurities, wondering if, like, what's his intention behind this? Is it about connecting with her or was he comparing her to somebody else? Just brought up a a ton of fears for her. And I think this is true for many women that I work with as well. There's just so many insecurities that are created when they find out that their husband's been watching pornography, fears of of not being enough, fears of being compared, fears of this cycle happening and them just being used in the pattern. So it's very, very difficult. And so there's some things that I shared with her that I want to pass along to you. If this is your situation where you're unsure about the role of sexual intimacy and is it causing problems, I want to give you some considerations. And so I want to share with you my, my, the thing that I've seen be most helpful is to consider what is the intention? Because if we circle back to the original question, can engaging in intimacy undermine your efforts to have trust in your relationship? Can it undermine your efforts to eliminate pornography from your life? The answer is sometimes it can and sometimes it doesn't. So what's the consideration? I think it all comes down to the intention. Sexual intimacy in and of itself doesn't undermine your progress. However, if it's done with the intention, and if it's acting as an escape, if it's a coping mechanism for your pain, where you're just avoiding dealing with deeper issues, then it can just be an extension of the same pattern. Because when somebody turns to pornography, in many cases, it's a coping mechanism. It's an escape from their uncomfortable emotion of either fear or inadequacy, loneliness, stress. It can be a a source of uh, distraction for boredom or any other uncomfortable emotion that somebody feels. 
So the intention really, really does matter. It's not the act itself. It's what's driving it. And so going back to this particular couple, when we had this conversation together and I shared with them, it's all about the intention because if he's using it as a, if it's being driven by a desire to connect, if it's about the relationship, if it's focused on each other, if it's not, if he's not using this in, in a way to fantasize or act out in his in his pattern, then it doesn't it doesn't undermine his efforts to become more whole as an individual. In fact, it can actually build the relationship if both of you feel like it's a source of connection between you two. And so it can be it can undermine your steps or it can also enhance your steps. Like I said, the intention being the main factor. So what are some considerations? How do we know if the intention, how do we know if the intention that we have will enhance or undermine the efforts that you have in the relationship and individually? So here are the considerations that I, I wanna offer you to uh, as well today. There's four things that I would invite you to consider when it comes to thinking about and integrating sexual intimacy into your relationship. Number one, is it about the relationship? So if you're a husband and you initiate this with your wife, are you seeking to build your relationship with her? Is it about her? Or is it about you acting on an old image? Is it about you acting on a way to escape from your uncomfortable emotions? Is it disconnected from her? Though that, that, that's a really first good question to consider. Is it about the relationship? The second question I would invite you to consider is, is it focused on each other? Is it something that you have where it, you're, you're building a relationship, you're building the bond between you two that strengthens the connection that you have? The third consideration I would offer is, is there already a foundation of trust and connection together? Because so many women feel uncomfortable and feel like they're being used when there's no connection, when there isn't a foundation of trust, if it just feels like the only way he knows how to connect with her is through the physical, she ends up feeling very empty after the experience because there's no other form of connection and trust that's being built. There's no foundation. And the fourth consideration is what we talked about earlier. Is it an escape or a distraction from uncomfortable emotions? So as you think about your relationship and how you navigate sexual intimacy together, these are the considerations that I think can help you determine whether or not it will be a stumbling block or whether or not it will enhance your relationship. Because sex is such a powerful way to create a sense of closeness and connection and trust in your relationship. There's some really interesting research that talks about how not only when we have a sexual experience do we have a release of dopamine, but there's also a hormone that's released called oxytocin. And oxytocin, the nickname for this, this, uh, this, this endorphin is called the, huddle, the cuddle drug. So oxytocin is released, which helps facilitate the sense of bonding between people. So oxytocin is released upon physical touch, like affection. It's released when we have uh, prolonged eye contact. It's released when mothers breastfeed their babies. It's, it's, a, it's an endorphin that's designed to bond us and bring us closer to the significant people in our life. 
So it's no surprise that oxytocin is released in a high amount to a high degree when it comes to sexual intimacy because not only is it a way, of course, for us to reproduce and, and have offspring, but it's also a powerful way that bonds people, people together and facilitates and reinforces feelings of love. And so the, 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 the wired in desires that we have for love and connection, that's a, that's a survival mechanism. It helps people create families. It helps people stay together and raise young and raise their children. So it's this divinely designed way to help build. It's a, it's a, it's a building block in the foundation of how to keep people close together. And so it can play such a positive role in our relationships, which is why I think it's so important as you reflect on these different considerations, because we want this to be a building block, not something that breaks down your relationship. So how can you tell then? How can you tell if it's about the relationship? How can you tell if he is thinking about somebody else when it's happening? How can you tell if it's focused on you and if it's focused on the relationship and it's building the foundation of trust? And connection between you two there's no magic there's no magic wand there's no crystal ball and so the the response the thing that i've seen work the very best is when couples have lots of conversations together sexual intimacy becomes most fulfilling when it's on the foundation of trust and connection so how do you create trust and connection it's through lots of conversations where you're sharing with each other you're being vulnerable you're letting the other person into what's going on in your mind and in your heart. You're having different interactions together. You're caring for one another. When there's pain, if she's struggling with a sense of betrayal and hurt and feelings of fear and inadequacy, does he respond to her pain with comfort? And so going back to this couple that I was working with, the husband was in a totally different place. In the past, he was stuck in his pattern of acting out of using the relationship or using the his his uh, sexual relationship as a way to escape it was more of an extension of his addictive pattern it was more of an, an extension of an escape just like pornography was for him but because of the work that he did he was in a completely different place and he was more open with her than he ever had been he was more willing to communicate and have con hard conversations with her he was there for her when she was triggered. There was a foundation of trust and a connection that he was building because he was different. And so her concerns were, were based on previous interactions. And so as we spent time and as she considered where he was today, and as she considered the work that he had been doing and the feeling that she had in the relationship that was different than how it was, she started to reflect on these different considerations and thought, you know what, this is different. I do feel different. And when I get triggered, it's an old fear that shows up. And so a part of what they did to navigate that was we created a space for them to have conversations together when it happened. I remember getting an email from somebody. This goes along with this other couple that I was working with. I got an email from somebody who, uh, it was a, a woman who talked about the same fears, like when they're having sex, she said that she could tell almost instantly when he disconnected from her and started to go and fantasize and think about something else. She could just tell when he wasn't present. And I think a lot of women can relate to that. A lot of women can tell whether or not it's, it has to do with intimacy, but in a general sense, she can tell if he's present 
And she can also tell if he's preoccupied, if he's distracted, if he's on his phone, if he's disengaged, if he's not really connected. There's, a, there's, there's an energy there when we're connected and close and present that's just not there when we're, when we're compartmentalized. And so in the email, the way that I responded to her, and also it's the same principle that I shared with the couple that I was working with, the key is to have conversations together so that when there's a disconnect, you can find your way back to each other. Because if there is a disconnect and she starts to feel scared and wonders, is he thinking about somebody else? That conversation is so necessary to have because I've worked with a lot of guys who when they disconnect during intimacy, there's a lot of cases where it's not because he's fantasizing about somebody else. There's a lot of cases where it's his anxiety kicks in because he's worried about what she's thinking about. He's worried that she's triggered. He's concerned that something's happening inside for her emotionally where she's struggling or it's going to lead to a fight at the end of it or it's going to cause pain for her. So he goes into his own, you know, his own thoughts and his own head. And that's a part of why she can tell, hey, we're we're disconnected here right now. So the best way to navigate that is through conversations. And sometimes the conversation best the timing when that best happens is in the moment. And so I know this is not some Hollywood moment where you stop and you have a conversation together, but the key in these earlier phases of this process of healing, the key and the focus is building a foundation. And how do you build a strong foundation? It's through communication. And so having conversations both in the moment or outside of it when you reflect on it, sharing what your concerns are, sharing your biggest fears, sharing your insecurities, and having conversations together where both of you can understand one another and what your concerns and fears are, and then have conversations where you can reassure each other and provide comfort and understanding. This is how you can build that foundation of trust and connection together so that when you have a moment of intimacy, that is an extension of you being in a really good place already. And so to summarize this, Does sexual intimacy undermine your efforts to eliminate pornography? And the answer to that is it just depends on the intention. Is And and to summarize the considerations, is the intention of your intimacy, well, of course, obviously there's a physical element to it, and that's not wrong. That's normal. That's a part of why, that's a part of the design. But is it rooted in a desire to be about the relationship? Is it focused on each other instead of fantasy? Is there a foundation of trust and a connection between you two? Or is it an escape or a distraction from uncomfortable emotions? My encouragement as you guys are listening to this is to have conversations about these different elements so you can share with one another where each of you are with this. Share with one another what your concerns are because when you start having conversations about this, where both of you are able to have a space to talk through uh, how you're seeing intimacy at this particular phase of your relationship, that will be a big part of what can help you resolve the triggers and fears and concerns that you have by just better understanding one another. So sex in and of itself doesn't undermine the relationship. In fact, it is a source of enhancing the relationship. We just want to be mindful about what the intention is We just want to be mindful that you guys are talking through your fears and triggers 
so that sex doesn't become a source of pain. Rather, it can be a source of building the relationship when you, when you can navigate it together in this way.